The sale of a senior's home can be stressful and overwhelming. At Sash Senior Home Sales Services, our mission is to make it a simple and hassle-free experience. Recently, we helped Linda with her mother's home sale. Sash handled everything from start to finish, the cleanup of the house, the clearing out, the staging, the estate sale, and Sash was able to put the house on the market at a very competitive price. Within a week, we got an offer that was accepted um, over asking price, so I, I, I really can't say enough good things about my experience working with Sash. Above and Beyond Service is standard at Sash. Find out how we can make your home sale a great experience at 888-400-SASH. That's 888-400-7274. And visit us at sashservices.com. From start to soul, Sash Senior Home Sales. The following podcast is by Dr. Sean Weiss, President of Senior Health and Wellness Group on the Answers for Elders Radio Network. And welcome everyone to the Answers for Elders Podcast Network. And we are delighted this week because we have a very special guest for each and every one of you, um, Sean Weiss, who is the, uh, and I would say Dr. Sean Weiss. <laughs> Uh, now, remind me the name of your organization, the Senior Wellness Network. Is that Senior Senior Health and Wellness Group? Health and Wellness. And I knew there was and then an Select effort. Home Care as my agency. So, and 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 Sean, tell us a little bit about what your organization does before we get into our topic. Well, from the Select Home Care side, I've owned and operated a skilled home care agency for eighteen years. So we are providing services to seniors, nursing physical, occupational therapy, speech therapy, social workers, which is really mm -hmm. important right now, mm -hmm. um, as well as aid services. So that's something that we've been doing for 18 years. The Senior Health and Wellness Group uh, is, a, is where I use for my consultations, mm -hmm. my education and training, and my seminars, where mm -hmm. we're reaching out to senior communities to educate them on a variety of things. So all throughout the country. And that's the thing that's really um, powerful. And even though you're based in the lovely state of Ohio, you yeah. have a far reaching base to educate, um, you know, professionals, families, mm -hmm. et cetera, across the U.S. And we're very excited to have you here, Thank especially you. because of your background. Um, you are an amazing physical therapist and somebody <laughs> that I've known a long time. Yes, and definitely a powerful voice in the elder care world and taking care of seniors. And for those of you that are listening, you may have a loved one that may um, you may be concerned, maybe they've had a fall, maybe their, you know, their house is a little bit cluttered, or, you know, you're concerned about certain things of if they're still living at home, this right. program, this podcast is absolutely for you, because we're going to talk a little bit about how to prevent falls yes. with Dr. Sean. I'm going to say that for you. <laughs> so, um, again, welcome back to the podcast network. We're glad you're back. Well, thanks for having me again. I, you know, I thoroughly enjoy the opportunity to get to share information and educate. It's one of my passions. Right. So, you know, fall prevention is such a broad category. So how can we, first of all, you know, what are the things that families need to look for? Well, today, then, whether you're driving in the car right now, whether you're sitting in your living room, listening to the podcast, the goal is, if, you know, when we're done here, you're going to be able to take away some stuff to immediately apply because really fall prevention can be broken down into two 
areas. Um, and if you know what are in those areas, it makes it really easy to organize and whether you're worried about yourself being at risk mm -hmm. or possibly a parent, maybe a grandparent, mm -hmm. you will have the tools to do that. So we break down fall prevention um, in the therapy world into two areas, and that is extrinsic factors and intrinsic factors. Um, and everything can be put down into one of those categories. And if okay. you kind of think about those and break it down that way, makes it so much simpler to think mm -hmm. about your loved one or your house or where the risks are and go make a positive change. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So when you talk about extrinsic and intrinsic, what specifically do those categories mean? Well, actually, let's start with extrinsic factors. Those are the ones that are easiest to make a difference with. They're the ones that you can make something, you know, can make a difference in one, in one day. So mm -hmm. our extrinsic factors are our environmental factors. Mm -hmm. So these are the things that um, you're looking inside the home, you're looking outside the home, what things are creating a risk for you or your loved one inside the home. And those, those conclude many things. I mean, it accounts for 50% plus of the falls. Mm -hmm. uh, we're looking at furniture furniture placement in the home. That's a big yep. one. Um, we see a lot of issues with bed height, uh, especially in the therapy world. Somebody getting out, in and out of bed, is the bed too high? Are they trying to use a step sore? Is it too low? And they just can't get themselves up. Mm -hmm. um, we see that quite often. Lighting. And I think we've talked yeah. about this before in our other one. Lighting is very big, not just inside the house, where we might recommend night lights or motion lights for getting up and going to the bathroom but throughout all the areas that you access in the house. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then don't forget about the external lights, especially with winter mm -hmm. coming up. Let's replace the lights at all the entrances to the house. Mm -hmm. uh, make sure everything, your pathways are fully lit. I well, can't I think the number of dark houses we've yeah. been into. It just makes it so much harder. Yeah. And I think when, when our listeners are visiting a senior loved one's home or look around your own home, pay attention. Mm -hmm. Um, are you grabbing onto furniture to get from one place to another? It's so funny because my husband made a comment to me this morning. <laughs> he goes, do you know when you get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, you always hang on to the chair to get yourself around the bed? Furniture grabbing, Suzanne. <laughs> and I go, oh my gosh, do I really do that? But I started <laughs> thinking about, you're right, because it's dark. Yep. I don't necessarily trust the fact that I'm going to see. So yes, I do yeah. grab for things like that when it's dark. And when you're talking about lighting, you know, dark can be variable. And if, right. if a senior has any sort of macular degeneration Thank you. or yes. anything like that, that will affect, that's the intrinsic. We can talk about that, but the, the macular degeneration, it may be normal, um, lighting for you and me, we can probably sit down and read something or whatever. Mm -hmm. You may need it brighter. Is that true? That's absolutely true. I mean, because you will see all kinds of visual decline or visual mm -hmm. deficits, whether it's macular degeneration mm -hmm. um, or what have you. Yeah, but, you know, things like seeing your medications yeah. appropriately. Is the lighting in the kitchen right? I mean, you have to really think about that in terms mm -hmm. of, uh, of the living environment, like not just mm -hmm. what you and I might feel comfortable sure. with, but you have to make sure that you have the, the brighter white light bulbs or brighter watt light bulbs, um, right. night lights, motion lights, or at least a light in the bathroom mm -hmm. that doesn't disturb your sleep, but lights up the bathroom path. Right. Uh, we look at all those things. And of course, right. you know, while we're continuing with extrinsic factors, you know, our biggest ones are the, you know, the therapist or the rugs. I mean, it's a, it's a love hate relationship oh, with the rugs. 
you know, the, the rugs match the towels that match the shower curtain that match the toilet seat <laughs> cover. And they're just not going to give it up. <laughs> and and it, it is so true. And it happens all of the time. But so we try to make recommendations where possibly, well, let's just roll this rug up. Um, let's keep it to the side because um, you might need a shower mat when you're coming in and out of the shower. But mm-hmm. and especially if you have an assistive device, we want to get up those throw, those throw rugs unless they're really, really secure with good backing and you can buy backing tapes for mm-hmm. your rug so that they're not uh, a tripping hazard for canes, walkers, mm-hmm. um, or even if you're not using an assistive device. So that's um, a big area. We're also looking at cords, um, lamp cords, computer charging cords, you know, making sure that that's out of your path. And that in general, you're wanting to look for a clear pathway to all the areas that you access in the home. Mm-hmm. You know, if do you, you know, from the living room to the kitchen, from the kitchen to the bedroom, to the bathroom, to the, to the garage door exit or to the front door exit, do you have clutter and, you know, decluttering right. and clearing your pathway um, makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. So we always hit that on our safety assessments in the home is looking at pathway clutter first, then starting to look room to room. Like we said, mm-hmm. lighting, um, bed height, seat heights. What areas do you sit in all day long? Well, maybe you have mm-hmm. a favorite recliner and it rocks and you've been falling and it's just too low, but there may be some other really great seating surfaces in your house, maybe right. a dining chair or a high back chair with arms that we can make some adjustments to, right. or uh, lift, you know, put some things on risers that you can do well, and with I, sofas and beds. And I think also some of the things that you're saying, which is really important with all of this is the fact that, you know, even when you're sitting, it's the position where you're sitting in can cause you like back pain or extra muscular pain. If you're not sitting in the right, um, you know, situate position, right? So if you're sitting too low, what's it's putting more strain right on your lower back area because mm-hmm. you're having to lean forward and compensate. I mean, so those are things again, where your external can really support you being more healthy moving forward. I'm, right. and I'm assuming that I'm your environment plays a huge role falls yeah. as well. Yeah. Your environment plays a huge role. I mean, if you mm-hmm. have arthritis, do you have um, any other predisposing factors where if you're sitting in a low, deep sofa, and it's just going to get harder and harder to get out of. So mm-hmm. we come in and make those types of re- recommendations. Right. Also right. really, really important is um, footwear and clothing. Um, those are things that are easily adjusted. Maybe you had some issues with swelling or edema mm-hmm. and you had your shoes are now not fitting properly um, mm-hmm. for the inside of the house. Or maybe your pants legs are kind of dragging the floor a little bit because maybe you, you lost weight or gained weight or this, some things are not fitting the same. Mm-hmm. So look for that with yourself or your parents or your grandparents to see um, other pants hanging on the ground. You right. believe you would be surprised at how often that happens. And it is yeah. a tripping hazard it really is. Yeah. Um, I'm looking here to see if we've missed anything on the extrinsic factors, um, really anything in the house, but seating is one of the bigger things, bed height, lighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just going to add a couple easy extra to make things. differences with. Yeah. Extra things about external um, is lighting from the car to the front door. Um, a big mm-hmm. factor. Um, and also handrails, things like that, um, to get in and out of the house. If there's no ramp, things like that, it gets harder and harder to go up and down, you know, a porch step or things like that. Um, the other thing is obviously decks and porches, especially mm-hmm. since they've been sitting dry and getting oily over the summer. Um, they need 
to be obviously cleaned really well so that there's, they're not slippery and that's. Yeah. Now's the time to do that. And, you know, we talk about that in in our winter safety talk as well, but Mm -hmm. this is the time to get out on all your external sidewalks, your steps, your porches, Mm -hmm. Uh, make sure your handrails are secure if you already have them. Or if you know, you're starting to have problems, maybe you've had a recent surgery and you're like, "Eh, maybe it's time to install that handrail Mm -hmm. before the weather turns too bad. So let's talk about intrinsic, mm -hmm. internal. Yeah. Intrinsic factors are a little bit harder to control. Mm -hmm. Um, but certainly doesn't mean you can't make a difference. Intrinsic factors are all of all of your diagnoses, all of your medical conditions Mm -hmm. that put you at risk or play a factor. You might have diabetes, uh, COPD, uh, where you might be short, short of breath, uh, Parkinson's disease, pain, arthritis, pneumonia. Maybe you were in the hospital with pneumonia. Um, Certainly, maybe you've had COVID. Any of those types of infections are going to affect your body's ability and can certainly contribute to fall risk. So not only your diagnoses and your medical conditions, your medical history, Mm -hmm. um, if you, let's, for instance, say you have neuropathy, let's say you're diabetic and you have neuropathy. So you do not have the right, your sensation, your ability to feel your feet on the floor Mm -hmm. is not going to be the same. So that puts you automatically at a fall risk. Sure. Mm -hmm. So then we look at medications. Um, and medications will fall right along with the diagnoses into that category. Um, mm-hmm. Have you had a recent change in medication? Maybe you're a Parkinson's patient and you haven't had your SunMet or your medication changed mm-hmm. in quite a while. Um, time for a, a doctor's visit, right? Because yeah. you might be noticing your balance off, your gait pattern is off. Mm-hmm. So uh, looking at how you know somebody might have several comorbidities, which are your diagnoses that are so. making you at a risk for falling. So you got to look at all of those things mm-hmm. could be, um, uh, cognition is one of the top things we look at. And certainly during this pandemic, we have seen such a decline, yeah. uh, in cognitive uh, you know, impairment, especially for those who already had a diagnosis of some sort of cognitive impairment, right. the, the decline, um, was pretty rapid during the last year. Mm-hmm. So that is uh, playing a significant role for families sure. or maybe you're taking care of loved ones. So you got to look at all of the above, but it's very easy to break it down yeah. into both areas. Yeah. yeah. So in our next segment, everyone, we're going to talk, I'll go a little bit more. Now it's the season, right? And mm-hmm. we're preparing. Now is the time to prepare for the winter time. There's a lot of things on our checklist to do. And Dr. Sean Weiss will be right back. We would like to thank you for listening to this podcast by Dr. Sean Weiss, CEO of Senior Health and Wellness Group, focusing on wellness and prevention strategies for seniors. As a fall prevention specialist, Dr. Weiss provides family support and education to keep your loved ones safe. You can learn more by visiting her website at www.seniorhealthandwellness.org. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.